0: is an empath, okay?
1: (laughs) The name of the creature is the Abyssal Gloom Cruncher. I figured this kind of monster would be a lot more uh, intimidating.
0: We caught her together in the waking pits on our very last run as the cryptiques and she doesn't mean anything to you?
2: She just means a bunch of debt to me. (sighs) You're going to have to find another way to clear this debt because you, sir, are not reliable enough to play this game a second time. I'll, I'll get it done. I'll get it done, okay?
3: I have someone else that I need to think about now, and people can't know that the father is from where.
2: You're right. Fucks it all, you're right. It, they'd never accept it. Can I ask one thing? Name them after my old grandpa, little Hudson Club Fubbins. <laughs>
3: So you just hear their voice in your head transmitted to you through your uh, Neuralink shades. The
2: voice of the Trev-14 rings out, uh, I just want to be your best pal. And (laughs) Screeks' face goes stark white.
1: You're talking about the Trevor teen robot?
4: Yes, Frisps. It is the Trap 14s. The one 14s and I also need to be 14s. You have to get me to meet this robot.
0: Oh, oh my god, you think I'm tempo, that's so nice.
3: I actually get that all the time. You look exactly alike.
0: Yeah, clones usually do. No, we need money, but I think the best way to get money is to get this robot, and I also... But Tempo is supposed to meet him, so if I go and I pretend to be Tempo... Oh, Tempo is so
5: hot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bring that robot to me. You don't harm a robot hair on its robot head. It's all forgiven. All your debts, everything, gone. Like that.
3: We go back, and uh, Zuri is in the apartment, um, but Hudson is not there. Uh, in fact, the person who is there is Kanker Sisto. We can't hear uh, any of the dialogue, except for one word peel back. And Kanker holds up the pendant that belonged to Hudson uh, and, and holds it out to Zuri. And we are now in the present day, bathed in the many lights of the kindred employee multi-tainment hollow park.
0: Everybody. Welcome back to Quantum Kickflip, a Slug Blaster actual play podcast. I am Glenna. I am hosting today because we are not playing Slug Blaster. I just misinformed you, but <laughs>
5: <laughs> again! It
1: started with a lie. Uh,
0: yeah. Lies. Um, but we're taking a little break from our main story to play a rousing game of fiasco uh, by Jason Morningstar, which is a wonderful tabletop collaborative storytelling uh, delight. If you are like, what is that, Glenna? You should listen to part one. We are doing part two today, act two. So we're going to revisit the characters and the situations we created last time and see how that goes. Um, with me, of course, are four of my best and funniest friends in the whole wide world who are going to introduce themselves and uh, answer the question, when was a time when things went so horribly wrong for you? Oh, oh no! Jeez. Okay. Like,
1: like going from something that should have been straightforward and easy and just got out of hand, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. No bummers, please. <laughs> uh,
1: hello, my name is David, and a fiasco I had in my own life was uh, I had a very easy job of uh, putting together a, a show. A comedy show, and we're going to tour it around. And one of the places we went to, they're like, "Can you do a kids show?" And we're like, "No, this is not a kids show." Oh, you're going to do a kids show? And we're like, "Oh, we want the money." So I guess so. And we go there, and like, look, it's going to be fine. It's fine. And on that day, I uh, of this performance that should have gone very easily, I ran over the owner's uh, dog uh, with a van. The dog survived, but just, like, for the rest of the day. It was awful. Uh, the kids that saw the show just, like, slowly left over time because it's not a kid's show. <laughs> yes. And I lost the family's pet llama. Uh, the, there's so many more details to all of this, and but I can't fit it here. Uh, I, we can maybe... Put that as a Patreon bonus.
5: <laughs> <laughs> counts his
1: fiasco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a two-hour bonus content. <laughs> it's 20 minutes on stage. I tell uh, that, yeah, yeah, it's a long Oh, well,
2: I've heard it. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, and who are you playing? Uh, I am playing Kanker Sisto, uh, grubby coach of, uh, <laughs> of uh, you know,
2: mega fighters down in uh, Knacker's Row. Uh, my name is Robin. I'm playing Screeg Fubbins, uh, who is a crooked bookie with a sordid past. Uh, and uh, recent fiasco, uh, I play in a comedy band. We're called Success So Look us up. I recently went and played a gig at my old high school, which you'd think would be the fiasco. That went great. However, <laughs> I turned down an opportunity to open another show with a local band while we were there. My old friend offered, like, hey, you want to open the show? I was like, that'd be a weird fit. Uh I went to the show just in solidarity to be like hey no hard feelings I just like didn't didn't think we'd be a good fit for the show and the guy they did get was a weird anti-vaxer anti-trudeau guy who had three separate fuck trudeau songs <laughs> oh. and a whole anti-mask anthem and it was the least comfortable I've ever been in a room uh, <laughs> both him singing these songs and then the audience losing their minds being like yeah we Please. love this like So should have just opened the show Could have saved myself a lot of trouble (laughs) Played your
4: five fuck Trudeau songs
5: Yeah
2: exactly But I would be saying it for the right reasons
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Michael Vetch I am (laughs) here Congratulations! (laughs) <laughs> Congratulations! I'm Michael Vetch I'm here playing uh, Tempo, also known as T1L1 Teely, the uh, kindred Hollowvid celebrity all-star in, in all, all types of media. Um, back when I was in college uh, I was supposed to drive uh, my girlfriend at the time who we had been dating for a very short amount of time to the airport to pick up a friend of hers who was showing up in town uh, and I, things just weren't quite going well in the relationship and it turned out on the day that I was supposed to drive her I broke up with her and, uh, but Ooh! I felt real bad and I was like I'll at least drive her back to uh, the university residence so she doesn't have to like bus and then find a way to go get to the airport uh, uh, but it was uh, I had just it was like in the first year of me having started driving, and uh, Edmonton Winters, not good times, Uh, I then got into a car accident (laughs) with with this girl that I had just broken up with. (laughs) Um, Really just... I totaled my car, and everyone was fine, but, uh, yeah, uh, awkward situation of now having to console this girl that I just broke up with after I got into a car accident with her, and then we had to do uh, an acting performance the next day, and it, I actually, got, I did very well on that pr- project, so, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, f- find what feeds your performance.
3: <laughs> yes. Use it. use it. Yeah, use, use it, it. use yeah. it. <laughs> Hello, my name is Lena, and I am playing Zuri Glup. <laughs> A bodyguard with power suits and uh, cool sunglasses and a fiasco that I went through recently uh, was I live in a townhouse and sometimes um, we get notices from the condo board that the parking lot is going to be swept. So you have to move your car. You have to make sure you're not parked in the parking lot. Um, they gave a lot of notice. Uh, Several days in advance. And I was like, got it. I will not park in the parking lot after work. I parked in the parking lot after work. (laughs) And so the next day, someone is loudly and urgently knocking on my door while a tow truck is circling my vehicle. And in the rush to open the door and move the car, my dog got out. She does not have recall, and she loves to run um so that was my morning was just instantly uh trying to wrangle my dog, which I was able to do with the help of the many street sweepers. We eventually just kind of cornered her, and I got her back inside.
2: <laughs> just managed to catch her before Dave ran her over. Yeah,
3: thank God yeah Dave was driving the tow truck uh, did not
4: manage to wrangle your llama, which got out yeah, that
3: no, was that one was lost casualty. forever, yeah. yeah.
4: Thank, thanks for just, like,
1: letting that go, guys. <laughs> 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 That's you a a bit.
0: <laughs> and I'm Glenna. I am playing T1L0, T-Lo, also known as Hannah, who is a uh, former Slug Blaster slash clone of Michael's character, Tempo. And last night, I was like, I'm gonna take an edible and watch Paddington 2. <laughs> 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 That's a delightful kids movie. I'm sure it'll be enjoyable. Yeah,
2: sounds like a chill time.
0: Yeah. I have never been more confused or (laughs) baffled or just like distressed in my life.
2: Well, Hugh Grant's wearing all those disguises.
3: It's a lot to keep track of. Well, yeah.
1: Well, and when you're high, you know, and it's so confusing. I think I declared it to, that we committed a war crime against ourselves by watching yeah. <laughs> this while high.
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: it, was, it Oh, we laughed so hard. It was bad. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Um. So we are here. We are ready. We have rolled the tilt. We know what factors are going to ruin everyone's plans. Uh. Again, that is. Love rears its ugly head, and cold blooded score settling. So let's get to it. Let's make a fiasco.
5: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <dad ugly deles>
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
4: I think I will pull to start here, uh, but I think I want to go ahead and take a red die. Oh. Oh. I have have a sense of what that might mean for Tempo, but, like, I can't start this (laughs) scene.
3: Okay.
2: So this goes bad for you, and we have to determine how. So we are at the Kindred Employee Multitainment Hollow Park. It is a uh, a big, open, arena-style... entryway, like this this courtyard that is just screens on all sides um, showing just like a, a, an assortment of different like bright flashing colors and, and uh, uh, things moving very quickly and every every single screen is set to a different channel and it's all happening at once and people are wandering around and taking this in.
3: I feel like it could be the kind of place where like um, like it's already huge if it's like an arena style place but depending on where you are and what screens you're looking at and how they're coordinated it might look even bigger than it is if the screens are showing, like, a big expanse. Or you might end up in, like, little pockets that look really self-contained.
2: Yeah, there are also, like, uh, holographic entities, like, floating above the crowd. There's, like, a holographic band performing in one yeah. area of the courtyard. And there's, like, a crowd underneath them staring up. And, and like, uh, there's a bunch of people. in One area is just people in VR-style headsets just kind of, like, standing in a big huddle and awkwardly like moving around a little bit but like they're they're immersed in some sort of digital world mm-hmm. um and then i think as you get deeper in there's sort of a hallway that branches off into different little um more restricted more vip areas where you can have uh more more tailored experiences um and i think it's at the entrance to this area that we catch up with tempo on her way in to uh, to meet up with the Trev 14 for their scheduled interview. Uh, I would assume Zuri's also there.
3: Yeah, I think that Zuri would absolutely be on duty for this. Oh my garb,
4: Zuri. I can't believe it. We're going to meet this teen bot. Can you believe it? How excited are you, Zuri? I
3: can believe it. I scheduled this meeting and it is playing out exactly as planned.
4: It's incredible. I can't believe you hooked this up. You hit me with the idea and then I, we went to Frisbee and he was like, "Yeah, I totally got this darling. So then we
3: were like going to see this kid and then we were here. would you would you say then that I uh, did a good job, perhaps worthy of commendation?
4: Zuri. Yas, Zuri! <laughs> Yas! Oh my Garb, Zuri! This is like maybe the best thing you've ever done. Oh, Like ever.
3: Well, it's good to know I'm being appreciated. Thank yeah. you, Tempe.
4: Like I don't know anything about you in your personal life. Like, I don't know if you've got like a family or anything, but this is way more important than any of that. This is like <laughs> better than anything you've ever done here. I think what you've just done for me and what you've done for Kindred via me.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuri's lips tighten ever Ever so subtly. <laughs> uh,
0: it is at this point that someone uh, approaches the two of you. She is wearing like pretty chic clothes, pretty kindred. Uh, but she does have a black apron that is stuffed with like makeup brushes and uh, combs and things. And she has a platinum bob that's like up with like a claw hair clip. So it's mm-hmm. fanning out a little bit. Nice. Um, She is wearing glasses. And has the same face as Tempo. Mm. Oh my God! I am here to be your makeup artist. I just need to take you into the the um, the ladies' room, and we can get you all ready for the uh, interview. Oh
4: my God! Thank you so much. I was just thinking that being in this Hollow Park, all the extra LED light is making me sweat. If you could really help me with that, you came at the perfect time, lady. I've never met before.
0: I know, right? Oh thank God.
3: God! Perfect, Zuri. So
4: Zuri. Thank you again for all this. I'm going to go with this this lady who's doing my makeup and stuff.
3: But I, I should come with you. Um, It's kind of like
0: you're giving off like a vibe.
4: Yeah. I and- think this is like, um, I, I know the makeup person didn't say it, but I, I assumed it was like a VIP lady's room. Tempo
3: for the last time, please don't give in to the vibe. We have talked about this.
4: <laughs> and Zuri, we've talked about this. I am
3: the vibe. No, Tempo. I am the vibe. Tempo, no. Tempo, Tempo, have tem- you heard my tempo. most
4: recent chart topper? I
3: am the vibe. Tempo is the vibe. Uh, uh, tempo. 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 Tempo and this mysterious makeup artist have disappeared. Like, they are walking away, and Zuri is just, like, left standing alone as Tempo is belting out her hit. That
2: seemed like, I, I mean, I don't know, you took the red dye at the beginning instead of a bad scene. That seemed like it went pretty well for Tempo. You, like, you got a makeup artist exactly when you needed one? You're getting ready for your big interview? There's yeah. nothing sinister going on oh, here, t- sure. Tempo
4: is absolutely going to be led to the correct place to
3: yeah. then go on to do The yes. makeup
2: interview. artist has the same face as you, but I'm sure a yeah. lot of people do. You're a
4: clone. Makeup part artists part clone do program. that,
3: though. Yeah. I think just to like, they uh, make
4: themselves up
3: to make like you artists. feel comfortable. Like this is what you could look like. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how they do it. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, so it's my turn. I would like to
4: establish
0: little did you know <laughs> that makeup artist, was actually hannah in disguise what What? gasp (laughs) very team rocket with her disguise (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh i want to establish that uh hannah has taken tempo to like not even a bathroom it's like a closet
2: (laughs) classic broom closet
0: yeah yeah yeah, well, hover brooms, of yes. course. Yeah,
2: of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to get any of the dirt because it just hovers a foot off the
3: surface <laughs> of the floor.
2: Hover, hover brooms were a bad invention.
3: The walls here are also holographic and made to look like your classic broom closet. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. How far away is this bathroom? We just have to stop off in here for a quick second.
4: Oh, uh, is this like a supply room? Yeah. It's is this su- where you keep the makeup supplies?
0: It is where I keep my makeup supplies. Cool. All of my... um, Here, I have a hover mirror. Oh my god. And a hover uh, light. Uh-huh. A ring light. Is so that
4: hover mascara?
0: Yeah, it's hover mascara. <laughs> oh my god. Um...
4: I've seen that they can make your eyelashes so long because they stand so far off your face.
0: I know. It's amazing. Uh, so she's she is doing her makeup mm-hmm. and it's it's nice. Like I don't think uh, I don't think Hannah could do bad makeup if she tried. <laughs> 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 um,
4: it's a doing it on the, the face that you do your own makeup on probably helps with practice. Yes, yeah, absolutely.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but you also don't have to do the weird mirroring thing. It's yeah. just like, yeah, amazing. Uh, amazing and then we just need to
0: set everything close your eyes uh, I'm
4: closing them they're so closed you want to hear them open and close again
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah that's the hover mascara oh,
4: it makes <laughs> such powerful wing beats
0: <laughs> and uh there's a setting spray mm-hmm. that uh Hannah has sprayed onto tempo only it's not setting spray baby it's, what? it's knockout gas sure <laughs> <laughs> yes
4: <laughs> And that garb, that's some strong stuff. That's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Garb, passed out.
3: <laughs> Michael is <laughs> dedicating himself to this. <laughs> format, I love it.
0: Uh, and then uh, Hitman style, in that you don't know how she does it, Hannah swaps clothes with tempo. <laughs> yeah. It happens. It's seamless. Don't worry about it. Mm. So quick. So quick. And then the last thing she does is dons those purple heart-shaped glasses. <gasps>
3: Tempo, 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 tempo. Oh my! Oh my God! What? You left. You left my supervision. I need to find you. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was just getting my makeup
0: done. It's fine. Where, I'm
3: fine. Where are you?
0: I am not here. <laughs> One sack. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Perfect.
2: <laughs> how, how do we feel like this is going, gang? The first part went very well.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I, feel, I think green?
2: Yeah, I think it's gotta be. Yeah,
3: I think it's green. Take a green die, Glenna. Thank you.
1: guess i'm establishing i'm going to establish with you we're doing surveillance okay so we are we have this like little space where we're we're going to like collect the robot Mm -hmm. later so when uh, uh hannah is supposed to bring the robot to us yes this is the contraption that's going to take the robot away i'm thinking it is going to be like a big garbage bin like one of those big rectangular ones that you can throw Mm. a bunch of stuff in and we just throw the robot in a hover dumpster yeah a hover dumpster yeah uh that we're going to take and you know so we're all right like maybe both of us are dressed up as garbage men or like ready to go (laughs) uh but we're both doing it in case one of us has to split off to do something else Mm. um uh and we're currently watching on um like a feed onto like small uh like a small tablet, yeah, and uh, we're watching the the security film now we do not have security into the closet where uh tempo is currently knocked out and all that kind of stuff, so we don't actually see yes uh the switch happened, and uh we're going uh we're going to just kind of finish off the conversation that we're having until mm-hmm. we I notice the yeah uh, the the thing so. Um. Yeah. It, th- this is flawless. You know. You, we can, uh, as long as Hannah can uh, get get the hold of the robot, all she has to do is just bring it right here. She knows we'll grab and take it away. It is ironclad,
2: and you you trust this Hannah with the most important part of the operation because because it's all riding on her. If she if she doesn't do her part, we're just sitting here with a hover dumpster like a couple of cockups. So. <laughs> Look, I, I know I it,
1: a lot is riding on this. I Hannah has, you know, she she owes it to me. And I think her head's on straight. She knows how important this is to me. So uh, it's fine. It's fine. And I look down at the video tablet uh, and you see uh, she's coming out now. And. Oh, wait a minute.
2: What is it? I don't think she switched. What do you mean you don't think she switched? <laughs> like Look at look at her. Yeah, she looks like Tempo. That's the that was the plan, right? No, she was going to no, take no. Tempo's place. She, she was going to make herself way... up to look like Tempo, and then walk in. And, and they're clones, so it'll it'll all it'll they be look way
1: different. They look way different. <laughs>
2: they're <laughs> identical
1: <laughs> clones. No, you can tell, and I can tell <laughs> that she is way too beautiful. Something went wrong down there. Tempo may have like must have like gotten the best of Hannah or something. I don't. You're sure about this? That yeah, oh, it's got to be. Look, I know how uh, uh, wonderful and beautiful tempo is, and this is an angel. And unlike that uh, ghastly hand, uh, they look exactly the <laughs> same. No, oh. you, trust me. You just got to. You got this. Is all gut. Look, I'm, I'm. I'll take. Don't worry though. I'll go down and and f- sort it all out. Uh, you You just wait here. I, I'm sure it'll be fine. And
2: uh, he quickly. All right. uh, you sort this out quick, or, or you're the one whose head's not going to be on straight. It's all break break your neck. Is the implication there? I don't know if that was. <laughs> I don't know if that was clear. I don't know if I made that entirely clear. He's fading
5: No, into I background. got it. I f-
2: it's fine. Because <laughs> you said earlier that her head was on straight. No, I know.
1: On, we we need a we call should... back. Okay, shh, shh. We're out in public. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'll I'll keep quiet here then.
2: A lot of yelling in the Hollow Park today.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, I got a red die for that. Yes, I? you've been yes, given you a got red die. for that. Uh, for, oh no.
4: The- Canker's insistence upon fraternal clones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are different, yeah. <laughs>
2: Is left there uh, at this hover dumpster in his uh, janitor getup, which, like, he's still got the four robotic limbs, but I guess he's just wearing, like, uh, uh, overalls over top of all of them, like, <laughs> yes. like, like grungy,
4: oily overalls. I-, I feel like since it's kindred, it is still fashion garbage men. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's like yes. overalls, but they've got full ties and cufflinks and things going on. <laughs> yes, oh yeah, scratch what yeah. I said. That's, that's definitely it. A... <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um,. And he's, he's waiting there uh, trying
2: to give uh, Kanker time to do what he needs to do worrying the whole time. But then then something catches his eye. He, he glances down the hall and and catches the sight of of his old flame, Zuri Glup, who is also standing around waiting for someone uh, and I think uh, Skrieg's breath catches in his throat and he starts uh, hovering the dumpster closer <laughs> and, and kind of trying to get Zuri's attention. It's like I I never learned how to...
3: Which hallway? I never learned to whistle. Which... The one with the holograms doesn't clear things up. Curse my biological throat.
2: I gotta get this thing replaced.
3: Hey, hang hang on. Hang on a second.
2: Maybe I need some some robot lips. That's the answer. I'm sure of it.
3: Give me one second, Tempo. Screak? Sorry. What are you doing here?
2: What are you doing here?
3: I am doing what I was set out to do by you.
2: We, we have barely spoken in years. The, the the last time we even got in contact was when I sent you that... Oh, Garb, you're here for the, the Trev 14, aren't you?
3: Of course I am.
2: Zora, you need to get out of here. Things are, things are about to get bad, and, and I don't want you here when they do.
3: I am not leaving here without that Trev 14.
2: Neither am I.
3: I thought you sent me that video because you wanted me to handle it being I, in kindred. I sent
2: you that video because I I didn't know who else to send it to and I had to tell someone. Sorry, it's it's our boy, it's Hudson. You heard it in his voice, didn't you? They they used they used his voice. Who knows how many of his his memories are kicking around in that robot brain? You remember he took that job for kindred? They were programming the new unit. They kept it all very hush-hush, but, but he went in. He did that, that focus group. He sat down with those scientists. They scanned him, scanned his memory, scanned his brain. Our boy is in there, Zori. He's still alive. He lives on in the Tre 14. Fourteens.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Look, I have a plan to... Get him out of here, so whatever scheme you have going on right now,
2: oh, so when you do it, it's a plan, and when I do it, it's a scheme, is it? Is that how it is?
3: yes <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: this is just like back in the back in the old days. this is exactly why it could never work between us. Our passions just get they run too hot and and before we know it we're we're saying things we can't take back. Well, you you go ahead with your little plan. It'll it'll never work. Me and Kanker, we're going to we're going to crack this thing wide open.
3: You and who?
2: Me and n- no nobody. Just me Kanker? on my own.
3: Not Kanker Sisto.
2: How do you know Kanker Sisto? He's a he's a lowlife that gambles and and trains up monstrosities down in the down in the Knacker's Row fight pits. How do you know a low life like Canker Sisto.
3: Because Canker Sisto was on the same crew as Hudson.
2: <gasps> That's acting. I knew, but <laughs> <laughs> the screen didn't.
3: Important, this important is new clarification. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
2: remember all of those uh, Oscar winning
1: movies where at one point the actors go like I knew as the actor, yeah, but I, I, I'm I'm aware, I just was but... acting this past scene. That it was really <laughs> yeah. good. That was mm-hmm. that you was can't really real qualify so. for
4: categories unless you state that it yeah. is acting. <laughs> What you what you just saw was acting for real. <laughs> so in the middle of movies, they often have a black screen that says "This was edited."
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: anyway, I think
2: uh, I think that's where we leave. Screeg is in that moment of, of realization that the the person he's been working with uh, was was on the crew uh, that lost his son mm. for the first time. He knows. Their their I, shared history.
4: I almost wonder if this goes green just because he's gained information.
1: Oh, critical, that, I, I I had
4: that initial reaction because because nothing else has really happened that like it's not like the, he, the situation hasn't worsened, but yeah. like at least from his point of view, he has learned more. He knows more of the field at play. Maybe. that's
2: fair. I was I was thinking red because you know he's likely to to cock up his own plans at this point but, <laughs> but he hasn't done that yet so mm. I, I see where you're coming from
3: I think I'm going to resolve a scene instead of establish and I think I'm going to take a
6: red die hmm
4: I think this scene is going to follow up like right out av- after that conversation. And it's still going to be kind of focusing on Zuri and Screeg, uh, but it's all going to take place as they're just running, tearing through the hollow park, trying to get to the stage on time.
3: Mmm. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh,
4: so uh, upon the revelation that Kanker Sisto is involved and the fact that that connects back to the history of Hudson in the cryptiques, Zuri reaches out, grabs Screeg's robotic hand and just starts running through the hollow park mm. just, we need to get there we need to go now and it continues to unfold as to what this history between them and, and the crew might end up being as they are running to try and make it in time to get to the stage to do something and, and I'm gonna kill him I'm gonna, I'm gonna tear him apart I'm gonna sick wrecks
2: on him and I'm not gonna stop until he sees odd little bits and then I'm going to I'm going to fuse the little bits back together and I, I have Rex tear him up again.
3: See, are you so surprised that I called it a scheme because you made it with the one person who lost our son in a peel back accident? I,
2: how was I to know that? I had no you didn't let me in. You didn't let me be a part of his life. I, one video call a month is not is not a relationship. I didn't know that he was on a crew until he was already gone.
3: You think I wanted to tell you about him the one time that I met him when he came to deliver the worst news I've ever heard in my life?
2: Well, who else is there? That's, uh, were they just. was it the two of them, or were they part of a larger.
3: There was one more. I don't know who they are. <sighs> because Hudson never told me anything about slug blasting because he didn't want me to know that he was slug blasting.
2: You needed to let him open up to you. He needed someone he could feel safe. This is why I needed to be there.
3: I wanted to prevent him. I wanted to prevent him taking risks and being in places he's not supposed to be like his father.
2: We can finish this later. We need to figure out what what was this plan that you had going on, this this high and mighty highfalutin plan that's better than a scheme.
3: Well, it was quite simple. Tempo was going to interview Trev-14, and then after the interview, I was going to apprehend the model.
2: Well, we might need to to move things up a touch, but we can still make this work. What do you say? You and me together. We'll cut the rest of them out of it. They don't understand what's at stake. They wanted to, to scrap him for parts or, or make him fight in the pits, but but if you and I get our hands on him, we can, we can make a clean getaway. We can go somewhere where there, there aren't these things that keep us apart.
3: Somewhere... Where we can all be a family together.
4: I think at this point, Zuri's pace begins to slow. Mm. They, they both sort of patter to a stop. They're no longer running toward the stage. <laughs> They're just looking at each other, <laughs> looking and listening.
3: You know that there's nowhere that we could go on Kindred or Web where they wouldn't find us.
2: And we won't go to Kindred or Web. We'll go
3: to Lansden.
2: Well, no, they wouldn't like it there either. I no. Mean, somewhere further <laughs> Plus away, it's maybe... kind of
3: gross there.
2: It is kind of... It's, it's
3: kind of weird, isn't it? Disgusting, yeah. honestly.
2: I anyone from Landston... Too many
3: gears. Yeah, I,
2: I, I don't know how... I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was from Landston. Oh,
3: God. Garb. <laughs>
5: no, we'll
2: go. So maybe... Maybe our boy had the right idea. Maybe... Maybe... It's none of the towers are... Say, maybe we need to go somewhere else, altogether, out there
4: in the multiverse.
3: Anything could happen in the multiverse.
4: Their hearts had been beating so fast from running through the of park. Now they're beating faster for a different reason. The hearts beat. The su- the shot from the side zooms closer and closer in as they close the distance between them. Call it a call it a scheme again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Half-baked, mm. reckless, mm. cocked-up schemes. And Stryg
2: <laughs> grabs Zuri and pulls them uh, close, uh, embraces, and they and they kiss passionately. And then they, uh, he he pulls them uh, into the hollow dumpster. and They just both collapse in a heap inside the hollow dumpster. <laughs> where now we can see
5: them.
4: All <laughs> of making out in the hollow park today. <laughs> I feel like that kind of justifies the red die, and that your attempt was to go stop the situation and you have now been pulled thoroughly off track
3: we are not following through on plans, schemes or ruses of any kind yeah
5: (laughs)
4: Yeah, Tempo's all about them green dice.
3: Okay, taking a green die.
4: So this goes well for you. This scene <laughs> <laughs>
2: starts with you uh, drugged and passed out in a closet. Oh, yeah. Goes very well Just
4: for like you. any of Tempo's days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this next scene uh,
4: is outside
1: that closet where uh, Tempo is ambushed by Hannah. Uh, and the door opens... Tempo actually has on Hannah's clothes, uh, and, and you know, because there was nothing else in there for her to wear. Ugh, this fits so poorly. <laughs> okay, Hannah, you gotta, you gotta focus up. We gotta get this thing back on track. Okay. I'm at garb. Who are you? It's canker. You know, oh. I, like I know I'm wearing, I'm not wearing my normal hat. I'm wearing a different one. <laughs> you my... look like
4: a garbage man.
1: Yes, I know, that's the whole thing. Okay, man, she really knocked you in the head really hard, didn't she? Uh,
4: It must, something must have knocked me out. Okay,
1: well, Hanno, you need to get your focus back in the game. If we're going to get this uh, uh, Trev 14 unit, okay?
4: Oh my God, is the teen robot still here? Well, you better hope so. I need to get to him. Garbage man. (laughs) Garbage man, you've got to get me to this teen robot.
5: Yes,
1: I know. Okay. Well, okay. Here, here. Just follow me. I'll get you back into place and hopefully nobody notices. Oh my garb. I can't walk in these shoes. And if you. Why Why are they flat? I don't know. Pick out better clothes next time. Pick out clothes that Tempo would wear. You know, look more like her. Right now, you look like... Tempo would never wear any of this. I know. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Your style is out of control and needs to be a lot better. You need to be hot like Tempo is. I feel like a fashion faux pas. Here, come on, come on. Uh, okay. uh, (laughs) Now, remember, we are... You're going to get the robot isolated and you're going to bring it around to the, uh, the garbage disposal, drop them in and it will be, will be waiting at the bottom.
4: Oh, is this one of those? This is like on the go interviews. We're like walking and talking. Oh, I thought this was going to be like on a stage, but I have to lead the kid somewhere. We're yes. like going somewhere with this robot teen, <laughs> just like teens do garbage man. <laughs> So you you don't listen to the plan. Of course, this is what
1: the plan was the whole time. Yes, yes. Okay, we Stay all know. Focused. Both
4: of us know. Garbage man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Remember the whole abyssal monster that you let go free. This is the same thing. We need you to focus up.
4: Oh my gosh! I did something like that. Yeah, I'm yep. sure my manager knows all about it.
5: <sighs> <sighs>
4: I, I don't read those emails. Oops. <laughs> Oh boy. Your your head is all messed up, and it's
1: it's fine. It's fine. Okay. You've got a strong grip. Thank you. Thank you. Well, nonetheless, uh, now uh, nonetheless, I now got to be on the lookout for a, a real tempo, too. Oh, <laughs> you won't have to look that hard. <laughs> okay. Here. We're 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 near the outside. Okay. This is the entrance you should be just okay. going in there. Over uh here? Yeah. Through
4: this door? Yes. Do I have to open this door? It looks heavy.
2: Here, I'll get it for you, okay? Oh, and thank you, Garbage Man. I going to say, he, he did get a green dye. You yeah, should open yeah. the door for him. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and, okay, fine. I open the door uh, for you. And, you know, there is uh, there is kind of a gathering of media, I'm assuming. Is there some? Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah total pre- uh, media circus is... Uh, Soon as the door opens, like camera flashes start going off, and then they just they see the garbage man standing, and they're like, "Ah, no, never mind, never mind, never mind." (laughs) And
1: I I, I try to wave uh, tempo in, and
4: I've never felt this before ever in my life. I think I have stage fright right now. Garbage man, you have to take me out there on the stage. I got. It. Okay. I'm. I'm used to having my body got around. Garbage man. I need someone to lead me out there. Okay, what if well, someone tries yeah, to okay, shoot okay, okay. me? Okay. What if they try to shoot me with a gun? Garbage man. You know
1: that's not the worst idea because. If that, Take the if, bullet for me. If Tempo actually comes out here, and, and of course, as long as Skrieg is back in place, then it'll be fine. <laughs> as long as Skrieg is in place, this will be okay. Okay, fine, fine. I'll uh, and I ditch my hat and try. Like, of course, we've established that this garbage man suit is still pretty nice looking. Yes. So we just <laughs> got, like, okay. Okay. Here we go.
2: Um, so I think, yeah, as soon as the door opens uh you know the they the flashes go off, then they see the garbage man, but then they see tempo and it flashes right back on um the the media is going nuts, you hear people you know that 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 uh ambient crowd noise um but then uh from the other side of the stage, the uh scientists let's get a quick uh description what does the scientist look like that's designed this robot
0: uh bull cut
2: tan hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's got a little um, like hover chair that he's like he's floating around in. He's he's zipping around the stage. He's not actually walking. He's got a hover chair.
3: Intense cheekbones and bony fingers.
5: Ooh, uh,
2: he has uh, you know denim
1: jeans on. Uh- <laughs> And a denim jacket on, like he's gone
4: full uh, like a denim wo- lab coat.
1: <laughs> denim yeah, lab, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. and he wears the same thing every day because it's just efficient to have the same look. He loves yeah. the mm-hmm. denim look, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he is a kindred,
4: kindred. scientist,
2: so it's got to be fashionable as yeah. well as yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's different types of denim. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: This this scientist's name is Zelfis Torque. Yes,
3: <laughs>
6: yes, it
4: is. And the scientist
2: is voiced by.
6: Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me I thought I was going to be meeting with the Vid Celebrity Tempo
4: I am here I am Tempo Don't you know Uh, uh, uh. Don't you wanna know I'm uh, uh, Tempo Yes I am oh, Where's it, the it, backing it... track? Where's the backing <laughs> track? Zuri, where's the backing <laughs> track? Garbage man, Zuri's not here I need you to play a backing track for me uh, okay um, Don't you wanna know I'm Tambo Oh Okay Everybody here, don't you see it? This robot is a teen And you gotta know that I'm here Interview Trap 14
0: uh, Sorry that I just fully
1: bailed on that But uh <laughs>
0: I feel like that's a good opportunity to, like, finish your scene. Mm. Yes. The
3: interview yes. can maybe be, like, ongoing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah.
4: The, the, the success of the green die is Tempo has made it out of the closet and has been brought to the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah Safely yeah, yeah. on stage in front of everybody. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Papa, is this the new friend you promised I could meet today?
6: Oh, yes, here is your new friend. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just like a real team. <laughs>
3: So Tilo and Zuri have um, not met up. <laughs> yeah, because so. Zuri is uh, 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 busy. Uh, busy.
2: Indisposed. That
3: was <laughs> the word I was trying to
2: think. No, in the disposal.
3: <laughs> Indisposal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where is uh, Tilo now? Uh, on the way to the stage, I think. <laughs> I think just like
0: it's it's a stage. It has many entrances. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so everyone's on the one. Everyone's on stage right. Yeah. And just at that moment, uh, Tilo bursts through stage left. <laughs> I am here for my interview with a teen robot.
4: And this is where the uh, "Don't You Want to Know I'm Tempo" backing track actually plays because they were expecting the the stage left door. That's the cue.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the song. Oh no, tempo. <laughs>
6: Oh one of you has the 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 song prowess, but one of you has the panache. I am very confused.
4: Am I garb? What is going on? Oh boy, two friends, Papa <laughs> <laughs>
6: Uh, uh yes, this must be uh, a, a fun uh trick of the Holovid celebrities that um, uh, uh, but Trev 14 with your advanced uh, empathetic capabilities, uh surely uh, you can determine uh who is the real celebrity and who is the Holovid.
2: Of course, Papa, that will be no trouble for me.
5: Oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> One moment, scanning, scanning, <laughs> scanning, and
2: a bunch of uh, grid-like lights come out of Trev uh, <laughs> 14's
4: eyes and start scanning over the two gloves. <laughs> what the bucks is going on? Are you that makeup artist?
0: Uh no, I'm Tempo, obviously. You look more like a makeup artist than I do, right?
4: What the frag? I I thought I was Tempo. No. Wait, I do look like a makeup artist. You do. I've got the apron on. Uh-huh. Am I a makeup artist? Oh garb! I'm a makeup artist all this time. I thought I was an artist, artist. I feel like a fake up artist. <laughs> You're supposed,
1: to, and I, I go into your ear uh-huh. and you just uh, get it together. You're
4: supposed to be tempo. You don't just admit that you're not tempo. Oh, you're right, garbage man. Believe in myself. I am tempo. You are some sort of not tempo.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. And clearly, I am dressed and I have, I not. Oh, d- bodyguard, come prove that I am tempo. Why are you making sounds? <laughs> are you having trouble breathing? Do you need CPR?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, in the background of all of this, the Trev 14 is still just uh, quietly going, like,
4: scaring scanning, <laughs> um,
2: But with uh, uh, the, the grid lights suddenly go from red to green, and with a ping, uh, the Trev 14 returns to its uh, faculties and says,
4: Genetic evidence, inconclusive and identical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my garb. Y- you have to find some other way to learn here, robot teen. Uh, you have to know I am Tempo and Tempo is for teens.
2: Uh, the Trevor 14 looks to the other, the other Tempo like, oh,
0: um, I am Tempo and I have, I am better with teens because I have actually done the teen activity known as slug blasting. Look at my cool hyperoptic visor rig. It works just like you.
2: Oh, that is very impressive. And the Trev fourteen looks back to the other Tempo.
4: <laughs> uh, I, 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 I can. Oh, uh, Garb! If I wasn't wearing these flat shoes, I would dance like a pop idol and show you. Wait, I can remove these shoes.
5: Taking <laughs> <laughs> uh, off uh, the glasses,
4: there. and Tempo. Throws the flats into the audience. She beans a reporter in the face. It was Raz Masterson. <laughs> <laughs> you just get, tempo, tempo. Just a just basket in your presence. <laughs> <above>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tech Booth, hit me with a slow ballad track.
2: They do. <laughs> I will in post. <laughs>
4: Robot boy, don't you know I'm not a robot toy, I'm a toy for teens, that's tempo, (laughs) what it means to be, tempo, I gotta play the scene for the teens. You and I, we can hold our hands. <laughs> we can go out and make demands. You and I, for the teenage dream of the world. <laughs> Come on,
5: robot! and it keeps I going. <laughs> I think that's gotta be a,
2: a red sign <laughs> for Hannah. Sorry, and, Anna. Yeah. Yeah,
3: no. You can't out-tempo-tempo. Yeah. yeah, I can't. Even though you're a clone. <laughs> 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 and, um,
1: and, and as Kanker is watching this, uh, and seeing this beautiful display of who he thinks is Hannah pretending to be Tempo, hearing this wonderful display for the first time, Kanker's eyes have been opened to the truth that maybe there's something special about Hannah. Uh, and, like, holy cow. You know, maybe she doesn't look as good as Tempo. <laughs> But she has some real character that is lovely and just like, oh, my goodness. We we just got to get, uh, uh, you know, it might actually work. This whole thing might actually work. And he's excitedly uh, hanging on until the end of the performance as uh, Tempo finishes up.
4: And uh, uh, the end of her big slow ballad is... And this imposter is a bitch. And then they start, like, fighting each other and they fall off the stage in front (laughs) in a big pile on the ground. The two of you? Yes. Yes. (laughs)
3: Amazing.
4: And, like,
1: while this is going on, uh, uh, Kanker decides, okay, this has got to be my opportunity. And uh, I instead grab uh, the robot (gasps) and uh, uh, use this as a whole distraction. But, of course, he's like, I'm going to find Hannah later and uh, uh, takes the, the robot and starts running kind of out into the hallway towards the garbage disposal, the, the, the chute that will like go down to the uh, trash disposal. And he's running that way. He uh, opens it up, throws the, uh, the robot down inside. Maybe people are starting to chase after him and he's just like, I gotta go too. And he throws himself into the garbage <laughs> chute as well. Uh, I guess I don't know what
2: happens at the bottom of this chute. I think that depends on what color dye we hand you right now.
3: I mean, I feel like uh, between the fact that you uh, got away with the asset. Yeah. And uh, you have discovered feelings you didn't realize you had before. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that maybe it's a green dye?
2: I think that's right. Yeah. I think that feels right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here you go. Dave's first green die of the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, no.
3: <laughs> Honestly,
0: that's what you want it, dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I think at the bottom of this trash chute.
0: Cause, cause you <laughs> I moved moved it, the, yeah,
2: you? the yeah. dumpster has moved. The dumpster yeah, is trail. gone. It's it's uh uh occupado at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh you land on something soft and furry that has been <gasps> roaming. The halls.
4: Yes! And it made its way. It crossed over to a different tower. Yeah. And it's enjoying the larger open space of the multi multi-tainment Hollow Park. And
2: then, you know, it was wandering around. And, it, you know, uh, occasional run ins with security and stuff, but it, it had a moment to itself. And then suddenly it heard the most beautiful singing, the, the most beautiful melody coming through the, the garbage chute, like echoing down. Like, you know how voices can echo through the vents sometimes? Mm, I yes. heard the sound and it was going over to the chute to investigate. Uh, and then suddenly the, the, the singing stopped and it was staring quizzically up at this vent. And then who should come tumbling down but a teen robot and canker sisto? <laughs> uh,
1: and so, like, we kind of like bounce off this rock monster, I guess? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Well, it's a rock eating monster. Right. It yeah. is soft and fur. You, you have a safe, nice landing on top of it. and uh, Or I guess you, yeah, bounce off of it.
5: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But wouldn't a rock eating monster couldn't it eat
2: a metal person? It very much could, and I think that might uh, be a complication for the next scene. (laughs) Fair enough.
1: (laughs) Then I guess it's uh, you next, right, Robin? Oh, yeah, (laughs) shit.
2: Yeah, I think... I think I'm going to take the final green die.
5: Oh. Okay.
2: I want whatever happens here. It's not our very last scene, but in this penultimate scene, I want things to go well for old Skrieg Fubbins.
4: I think uh, since the last time we saw Scrieg and Zuri, we're cutting in a, a little bit later than that. This maybe picks up shortly after this whole garbage shoot uh, cacophony, uh, but we are seeing <laughs> the hover dumpster, Uh, now sitting with one lid open, and we just see, uh, almost cartoonishly, two little streams of smoke coming up out of it. Uh, And we (laughs) zoom inside the hover dumpster, uh, to to the two figures of Skrieg and Zuri sitting there, they've got uh, <laughs> <laughs> trash bat. No, uh, there was like a net that they had inside the whole thing, pulled up like a like a like a blanket. Like they're yeah. sitting in a bed together, having some death sticks. <laughs> uh, they're vapes for sure. Oh yeah, yeah excellent. Mm-hmm. They got they
3: got
2: vaporings.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <sighs> Boy, that, that takes me back, Zuri. It's like the old days again. Feel like, like a younger man with, with all my limbs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my brain just was like, "What is his downstairs situation?" He has two robot legs.
2: You see what I mean, right? It's it's better with
5: the,
0: <laughs>
5: with the
2: enhancements. <laughs>
5: God damn it! <laughs> uh.
3: Yes, it makes me. Feel some remorse for what could have been.
2: That's all. It's all in the past now. We gotta. We gotta worry about our future. Our, our future with the. The 14! Zori! God... Damn it! We did it again.
3: We cocked it up again.
2: Our passion got the best of us. Ah! And he starts hurriedly uh, zipping up his uh, his ov- uh, fancy overalls that he's wearing. <laughs> he's like if we hurry, there might there might still be
4: time. The, the zipper is the necktie. Sorry.
3: <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> um. Unfortunately, uh, Zuri wearing kindred attire. It has to be arranged in such a way. Um. Getting it off was a very laborious process, mm. and put, get it, putting it back on is equally laborious. So they're like struggling to like put on all of the s- straps and lapels and and shit
2: come uh, on we gotta move what all right we can we can do this what was your plan was for to take the the tempo was gonna take the robot and my plan was for Tilo posing his tempo to take the robot so whatever happened up there one of them should have the robot we just have to figure out which one has it and it's 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 one of the two clones. We just got to go find him.
3: Uh Zuri puts on their uh tactical neural link mirror shades. Yes. Uh, Tempo? Tempo, are you there? Oh my garb. Oh, you Hello. Hi. I am I'm uh, just,
0: uh, just a, a little Tem- ah, Tempo
3: Tempo, why are you making noises? <laughs>
4: She's having a hard time I can't breathing. What's took happening? You my shades. Ah, they look better on me. No, don't take them off again. Forget- no, I, I need your help because we're having a fight and it's
3: going really well, but I could still use the moral support. Where is the Trev fourteen unit? I don't know.
0: I'm fighting. Yes.
3: I
4: didn't see the teeny He got ran away. I'm supposed to be for teens, but now I'm for
3: fighting. <laughs>
2: As oh, there's a there's a doctor, some some somewhere a scientist. Ask them to put the shades on the doctor.
3: Tempo, 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 put the shades on the scientist.
4: sir <laughs> do you mind if I stop? I'm supposed to put my sunglasses on some scientist.
0: Oh. I, I mean okay, yeah. Okay.
6: okay <laughs> <exact>. <laughs>
4: scientist. <clears throat>
6: Why am, I, why am I wearing these Listen to me We need to find what happened to the Trev 14 unit Are you on stage Oh oh, I see a tactical Neuralink uh, Mirror shades I fully understand the situation I well,
2: invented these
6: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yes the Trev 14 model is right Oh galloping galahads Where did it go <laughs>
2: He minored in null studies (laughs)
3: Uh, uh, Zuri takes off the shades and looks at Screak and says The Trev 14 unit has gone AWOL
4: And then uh, a voice rings out from a little further away in the hollow park New friend, new big furry friend, please stop eating my limbs Please big
2: furry friend, please stop eating my limbs (laughs) And Skrieg and Zuri look at each other. They'd know that voice anywhere.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of their son.
2: It's Hudson. We gotta move. Uh, and uh, Skrieg <laughs> punches the throttle on the hover <laughs> 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 And
5: they go flying oh, no. down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Zuri and Screeg uh, charge through the multi-tainment Hollow Park, uh, round a corner, go into a back hallway. Uh, this
2: dumpster is going faster than it should have any right to. Like mm. it's weird that they made them capable of going this fast.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they're just tearing through, um, and they eventually find the source of the lamentations, uh, as they see, um, Trev-14, um, with its robotic limbs being chewed on by an abyssal gloom cruncher, and they also see their canker Sisto.
1: And, uh, Kanker is, uh, just trying to, his best to, like, get the robot out of the- ah! <laughs> Well, where? Hannah, if Hannah was here, get your beast under control!
2: And Kanker, I said not one hair on his head was to be harmed. That thing's eaten his entire leg. I think that's a little worse than a hair on his head.
1: Well, where were you? Okay, you were supposed to be here with the trash, uh, with the garbage disposal.
2: Well, I didn't, I, I that's not the point, because this wasn't the deal, and that means that there is no deal. And Screeg's going to, uh, he raises one of his robotic arms and, uh, flips the hand around and backwards and, and like, it, it, sort of unhinges from the wrist, uh, yeah. revealing, uh, a, a secret ray gun that he's got <gasps> built into his wrist and is like, hand him over, Kanker. I, and of course, uh, Kanker doesn't know how to control this monster, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and, and everything. Well, let's make it easy then, and he, uh. uh Screeg swings the, the barrel of the ray gun towards Abby the Abyssal Gloom Cruncher. Um but before he can get a shot off, who should come running down the hallway? It's
0: I mean, yeah, it's the clones. The clones yeah. come running down <laughs> yeah. the hallway. Uh, why yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so so Hannah enters to see uh uh Abby the missing monster and and uh Skrieg, who I don't know if you've ever met, raising raising his ray gun towards her. No.
0: Oh my garb, no, she's just a baby.
2: You know who else was just a baby? And Screak is staring down canker. My son. Well, I mean he wasn't a baby, he was a fully grown teen, but he was he was my baby, he was my everything, and you and your little crew, the cryptiques, you took him from us.
4: Am I garb? What is going on? I thought this got less confusing. As soon as neither of us had the shades on, I could totally tell that it was my, my, my clone sister, Tilo.
0: Yeah, yeah we, we kind of come up on our way over here. Like, just gonna, like
4: <laughs> the As show. soon as no one was wearing sunglasses, it was so much easier to tell what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm super confused. And Zuri, you're here too?
0: And you just say that your, your son was in the crypt. Are they talk- is he talking about Hudson?
2: How do you know his name? And the barrel of the ray gun swings to you now.
0: Um, because I was also in the cryptiques? Oh my god!
2: It was an accident that
1: that Hudson got peeled back. I I don't. It You're was supposed to
3: get peeled back to where you came from. So. It was an accident the first time. It had better not be an accident this time. And Zuri looks pointedly at the Trev 14 unit still being launched uh, by the Abyssal Gloom Cruncher.
2: Oh, so many new friends. Nice to meet all of you. Give me one moment while I deal with this situation.
3: <laughs> ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> Call it off.
0: Oh, oh! I can totally do. I can totally do that. Wait, Abby, Abby, Abby! Come here, come here, come here! What? No, Abby! Come on! I. There's a bunch of nice rocks. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: and I-, I thought
0: that was gonna work. <laughs>
2: And uh, Screed can see that, that while this Abyssal Gloom Cruncher's diet usually consists of rocks in the waking pits, um, it's clearly got, developed a taste for, for robot limbs, and, and he knows what he has to do. <laughs> he lowers the ray gun and walks forward with his arms outstretched and says, You want something to snack on? You snack on me. Stay the hell away from my
4: boy! Oh, Matt Garb, this situation is so moving. It makes me inspired. It makes me know that as a pop idol, I need to perform right here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> did you say before that Abby was uh, attracted to the serenading sound? Yeah, I did okay. say it. Uh, yeah. Robot hands reaching forth from the darkest void. Bad-dum <laughs> dum the robot feet, walking far, no one can avoid. Dum, 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 there's a place we can both go. Are we robots? I don't know, but we're gonna get there together on these robot feet. <laughs> And Abby,
2: Abby looks at uh, Screeg and sees you know these, these robot limbs being offered up. Uh, bigger, stronger robot limbs. Man- manly robot limbs. <laughs> not just a boy, not just a teen, but a full-grown robot man. Uh, but then it also hears this uh, beautiful music and kind of looks back and forth between Tempo and Skrieg. And then we have to figure out. Uh, (laughs) a color of dice has to be awarded i think i
0: mean the color still applies to zuri specifically yes Yes.
3: (laughs) so what does zuri want i I think they're a little bit unimpressed with everything going on right now they don't want uh to offer up His limbs Uh, they didn't want him to do that in the first place when he was getting all the cybernetic enhancements and now he's going to throw away everything he worked for and potentially you know jeopardize their ability to start over um i think the fact that because tilo said that she was part of the cryptiques yeah uh the fact that uh tilo is part of the cryptiques and tempo is uh you know Identical in appearance to Tilo. Uh, Zuri can't separate that in their mind. I don't think that they can look at Tempo and not think of Tilo and not think of the cryptiques and not think of their son. Um, so Tempo singing and uh, Skrieg uh, uh, arms akimbo, getting closer and closer, uh, just like sets Zuri off. Uh, and they walk around to Skrieg's side. Grab his wrist Ooh. and start firing warning shots in the direction of the the monster uh, to try not to wound it or or, you know, actually target it, but more of a get the hell out of here uh, and and hopefully scare it off so that it will drop Trev fourteen and bolt if we want to go dark. I think it's red, and
0: I think I know what happens. But if we don't want to go dark, that's okay too. This is a silly little time.
2: I mean, I'm in, I'm in character, so I want it to work out. But I think it's, it's a, it's a fiasco.
0: So these warning shots spook Abby. Uh, <sighs> she uh, does not let go of Trev fourteen. She crunches down on Trev fourteen, oh, no. uh, and starts running away, and. Skrieg and Zuri are kind of fighting over the, the ray gun and it ends up shooting Abby, not enough to kill her, but enough to peel her back to the waking pits. Mm. <gasps> That's
2: the whole thing with the monsters mm. in Knackers row. They fight to the peel back.
0: <laughs> and as she goes, boop, I, I don't, it's maybe it sounds worse than that. I don't think it's a boop.
3: No. I think it's been described as like a pop sound. Yeah.
0: Like an uncomfortable pop sound. Yeah. Uh, And she takes most of the robot with her, leaving only the head and maybe, like, some some neck.
2: A little bit of the shoulder. A little bit of of the shoulder, yeah.
5: Ooh, uh,
2: ooh, this is a a new sensation. This is un-un-uncomfortable.
4: Robotine, no!
3: (laughs) Abby, no! Uh, And then I think Zuri... Let's go of Screeg, walks up to where the robot head is, stands for a moment, expression kind of blank, uh, and then they, they kneel down, pick up the head, stand, and start to walk away.
2: Screeg goes to follow after, but he, he looks back one last time at the at the motley assortment of, of clones and lowlifes here, um, and we got... Our tilt is supposed to be all about cold-blooded score settling.
1: Hey, I brought you the robot exactly to where I was going to be. You weren't here, and now you also lost me my 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 fighter. Okay? I th- I think we're even.
4: You mess this up. <laughs> You're like a real cock-up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
4: oh wow. It's Greg
2: shakes his head at this the the cock up thing really gets to him (laughs) Uh, and he uh, pulls the uh, he's he's got like a a tool belt a very stylish kindred tool belt with his janitor (laughs) outfit that had all of his his tools for this operation and he opens up uh, the biggest compartment and out of it he pulls what looks like just the head of a dog (laughs) it's like blinking and moving around but then he presses a button on the neck and like it unfolds a robot body underneath
5: <laughs> it like a
4: transformer. Yark, yark, and this dog yark, starts yark, growling
2: yark, and barking.
4: Growl. 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 <laughs> yark.
2: And he just says, get him Rex. And he turns and walks off into the sunset with Zuri. Oh. <laughs>
0: Hey gang, I think that's a good place to, uh, to roll credits. (laughs) (laughs) And now we will do the aftermath where we determine after this fiasco where our characters ultimately end up. All right. Uh, Michael, let's start with you.
4: Yeah. So Tempo had amassed three green dice, one red die, Uh, And in rolling those, they have come out as Green Nine.
0: Green Nine. Nothing to crow about. Not better, but not way worse either. Maybe the car is wrecked or your wife is leaving you or there's a court date, but compared to some of the other people you know.
4: So I think uh, in in Rex having been sicked upon the group of three at at the bottom of this garbage chute, tempo does come out of this. uh, Having a few scratches and scrapes, maybe a little little bite mark that she then gets styled into a cool tattoo or something. But life kind of goes back to normal for her. Uh, She goes back on up to being kindred pop superstar, and this just becomes one of those weird things that gets printed in the tabloids, and she gets a few other interviews about, like, what all went down that day, but really, she knows something big happened that day, but can never quite understand the full ramifications of what it was.
3: Is it fair to say that uh, she probably has a new bodyguard at this point as well? Yes,
4: Um, and depending on how other people have rolled, Maybe someone else is looking for a job for something. We'll see how the other rules have gone out. But I think uh, Tempo has gone back to her, her life of Hollywood celebrity uh, and, and is just moving on from this very odd day. <laughs> she gets like, a killer uh, concept album out
2: of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like weirdly fitting that you rolled like a pretty like, no better, no worse. Because it's like, yeah, yeah that, if anyone, it would be Tempo.
0: <laughs> Tilo had two green and two red which in this game is a recipe for disaster. Uh (laughs) So, um, five green. Miserable. (laughs) You are humiliated in a big public way and whatever reputation you once had is now in dirty pieces all around you. You'll never think of these days without a shudder of horror at your own aggressive stupidity.
3: Oh, dang. (laughs) Whoa, with a five, huh?
0: Whoop, whoa. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like she absolutely did not gain anything from this. Mm-hmm.
1: You lost your You lost your pet.
0: Yeah, she lost her pet. She is still I guess friends
3: with Tilly, but probably doesn't see her very much. I mean, at this point there was the whole debacle on stage too about, you know, who was the real Tempo and who wasn't, and clearly like Tempo has risen past that, so mm-hmm. you're probably always gonna be the one who is in Tempo. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Frisbee, like, you're you're not getting calls back from Frisbee at all anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: Or- and I think she, yeah, I think she moves to Webb because oh. she's from Kindred.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I
0: think she makes a hard move to Webb and just, like, works in the stables and Knacker's Row.
5: Mm. Yeah,
2: because not only, like, you, you didn't get the robot to pay off your debts, I mean, we'll, we'll find out if if Skrieg is still a concern, but there's, you know, m- maybe he's not literally the only person you guys owed money to. Maybe there's a little more yeah. than that, so you, you know didn't get your big payday uh, and probably aren't on good terms with your, your old, uh, you know, your, your clone sibling that you used to be able to hit up for money is maybe not a viable option for you anymore, so.
0: And I think seeing Hudson's parents kind of struck a chord with her.
2: Ooh, yeah. Of,
0: like, the guilt of that fateful trip is haunting her in a way that she hadn't thought of it before.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, so on, I had three red dye and one green die. Uh, my red added up to uh, eight. My one green die was three. So that's a total of uh, five red.
0: Rough. <laughs> you are getting whipped like a rented mule, for starters. And you will remember this episode for all your diminished days. The lesson you learn will be profound, lingering, and painful.
1: So, uh, Kanker got fucked up by a robot dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I, it's, he, he's still in as much debt as he was before. Uh, and But now he's hurt even more, so it's even trickier. Uh, uh,
2: probably. Are you the one who has to take on the bodyguard job? <laughs> I don't know if that's worse, though. I feel like that's a step up. Well, my thinking was maybe maybe, you know, you have to do this to make ends meet, but you know, it, where that would have been a good thing for you because oh, you thought
4: tempo was so hot. Yeah, you've now learned you don't actually have those feelings or admiration for Tempo. You only wanna be with Hannah. Yeah. But now you can't.
2: <laughs> you so you, you are Hannah is not speaking to you anymore. You're separated from the person that you really care about, okay. and you're trapped with this avatar who who looks like the person you love, but but the but really when you think about it, they don't look anything like...
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: spending all this time up close. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, no, she doesn't look as good, Ed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're pining away for Hannah, who I think if I'm remembering the complicated switching right, when you develop those feelings... It was Tempo, tempo. but in yeah. your mind yeah, it was Anna, so. and so I you still conf- are yearning for the one. I still got confused at yeah. the end
1: of it all, because I never got to re- a chance to resolve that these two came in <laughs> as each other or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you think
2: you've lost the love so of I your life, co- I and will- you're actually right next to her. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I think the book mentioned something about a lesson, and I don't know <laughs> if you have learned a lesson. It's rough for sure. sure. But... Uh,
2: well, the, weirdly, the lesson is um, that he should have he should have realized what was right in front of him all along. But now that opportunity is wasted, not realizing what is currently
3: in front of him
5: all along. <laughs> like
3: it's yeah, back, It's the same thing. It's the same. <laughs> doesn't realize what's in front of him all along. <laughs> Kenker, I need like a coffee. Oh, god.
4: You think you can get me a coffee? Yeah, I can get you a coffee. You've uh, just got those strong hands that can pick up coffee so well. Thank you. Yes, uh, I will. I'll get you a
1: coffee. It'll be uh, what? What is it? Uh, it's a double. It's a double, triple, quadruple minus ca- cappuccino. I don't know math.
4: <laughs> Give me a coffee. Okay. If, if I, I like don't the like it, last time I'm... I
1: got you, you. You. You got really upset at me. Yeah. If I
4: don't like it, I'm gonna pour it on your head
1: again. Okay <laughs> oh, god! As I nurse my like uh, You know wounded up shoulder And everything de- They'll
2: garb <laughs> <laughs> So I collected Three green dice and one red But I rolled shit Across the board <laughs> Rolled all ones and twos uh, So I'm left with three green
0: Oh damn Grim The stress and trauma from your little adventure are going to haunt you forever. Bits of your soul are destroyed and you are missing a piece or two. Mm -hmm. In a few years, children are going to cry when you get too close. (laughs) (laughs) All your plans have ended in complete ruin.
2: Oh, damn. So I think the most obvious one is it's right there in the text. I think we have to do it. Um, yeah, the, the Trafortine, Trafortine, um, lost everything but it's it's head and shoulder there like it's it's got n- nothing left um screeg in order to save his his uh his robot son has to give up all of his uh cybernetic limbs all of his cyberization he was so close complete cyberization that was the goal <laughs> um but he, he just he, he was so close to to the full package but but to save his son uh, he he gives up all of these limbs. Um thankfully with web, you know, it's it's a sci-fi universe and it's web tower. He he's able to just like revert back to all his human limbs. <laughs> like they have them all on ice <laughs> in the web labs. <laughs> it's not that he's like doesn't have any, he's just he just has to download grade from his oh cyber God. limbs. And they meant so much to him.
5: <laughs> um, so that's the so first
2: much. negative outcome. Yeah. The the second one is a little more nebulous because uh, um as as Dave has mentioned before. Um with the Trev models, the the head of the robot is not where the brain and the hard drive is that the head is full of cameras. It's got 360 degree uh, sensory inputs. The hard drive is in the in the torso in the heart that's where the all the all of that lives. And the one thing that Skrieg can't give this robot son is is a new torso, a new heart that was the one part of him that wasn't cyberized yet. <laughs> Um so unfortunately, even though he's able to save the Trefertine, this the, the whatever um memories of Hudson's that it may have had, whatever the, the voice patches and the, the memory scans and whatever of their son lived on in this robot was lost when it was crunched by Abby, the Abyssal Gloom Cruncher. Mm. Um and I think that, you know, they try to make good on their promise. Zuri and, and Skrieg try to run off together, but you know, inevitably, as it does between them, that they they burn hot and then they burn out, and with uh, without their son, their robot son, to, to hold them together, <laughs> um, inevitably it it all falls apart again, and Screeg mm-hmm. finds himself back in Operablim once more, alone. No, no. Uh, <laughs> No, no closer to his goals, uh, either of reclaiming his son or uh, transforming himself <laughs> into the perfect Cyberman. <laughs>
3: uh, I had three red dice and one green die. All of my red dice were threes, and my green die was a six. Yeesh! So I have ended up <laughs> with red three. Harsh. A big black cloud of hurt is going
0: to rain all over you. The things you need to happen are not going to. Simple as that.
3: Yeah, like I think this was um, pretty firmly alluded to in, in Skrieg's epilogue. Um, Zuri was unable to recover any anything that could have carried the memory of their son. They lost their job as a bodyguard, I think it inevitably comes out that they did steal the Trev 14 unit, so they're pretty much blacklisted throughout the entirety of Kindred. They aren't able to make it work with Skrieg. They hold too much resentment um, over what happened uh, that day that they stole the Trev 14 model um, and the fact that, you know, it, it doesn't represent any facet of their son and maybe even if it did it wouldn't have been the same um, and they just can't get any kind of win from this situation short term or long term
4: Can I pitch uh, maybe if Zuri kind of doesn't have anything left in Operablam, uh they kind of take to going and searching just like almost a a fruitless hopeless search for Hudson or maybe even for for Abby to try and find this hard drive or something and they end up like taking Hudson's hover light board pendant and traveling out to the waking pits and they just spend the rest of their time out there searching for something not really expecting it to turn up anything but like having nothing else to look for
3: yeah, it's all they can do yeah. at this mm-hmm, point.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, the Waking Pits would probably affect your psyche.
4: Yeah, yeah. the the dark, Whoa. gloomy, acid rain plays. <laughs> and then to end on a
2: slightly more hopeful note, the the camera you know we're we're watching Zuri in the Waking Pits searching fruitlessly, and then the camera sort of like whip pans and zooms to another area of the Waking Pits, uh, where Abby, the Abyssal Gloom Cruncher, is uh, happily munching on some rocks. Uh mm. she's she's back home where she belongs. She's, you know, was was stolen away by these slug blasters and made to fight in a ring and she, her heart was never in in the fight. <laughs> uh she just wanted to come home and meet Rocks. I think she uh This
4: is like the last shot in Jurassic Park where the Pariserolifus is just like eaten in the marsh and goes
2: <laughs> <laughs> Basically. I think uh one day in her in her lumbering around looking for food sources, she finds like a a portal that is like a portal to the Waking Pits. I think Kindred are the types to um, to dump. They're yeah, they're all about making contact with other worlds, and that's not just for expansion. That's also so they can they can dump their waste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I think she finds a uh, uh, sort of. Off the books, illegal landfill in the Waking Pits, where Kindred is dumping all of their like defective robot parts uh, and and scrap metal from the robot making process. And and her eyes light up, and she has herself uh, a big feast, and uh, she lives out the rest of her days comfortably munching on defective robots.
3: <laughs> Abby rolled high this yeah. day. Abby <laughs>
0: Okay, friends, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, that was fiasco. Woo! What a fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm just like real sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and thank you everybody for listening. We will be back in two weeks with another episode of Quantum Kickflip. Back to our main season. Uh, we'll return to Upper Ablem with Gold Star Disaster. Thank you very much.
6: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs>